0: Hey, welcome back for another episode of Sanity After Betrayal with me, Dr. Trish Lee. Uh, Exciting times here at Dr. Trish Lee and Company because my associate, Jamie Watson, is going to be supporting this program and I will be here by her side to do so. But uh, we're going to introduce that in the next couple weeks. But today I wanted to make sure I got you a quick video uh, on this channel to kind of support you in the idea that when you find out about your partner's sexual betrayal, um, whatever that might be along the continuum, but for right now, we'll just talk about porn news. So when you find out what do you do? And in the Sanity After Betrayal program, the digital program, I offer you the wide range of options that you have to move forward in this situation. It's not just black and white. It's not just uh, the choice between two choices. But typically what people say in their minds without looking in that, at that continuum is, should I stay or should I go now? Right? You with me on that one? It's, should I stay or should I go? So briefly today, I want to talk about, should I stay or should I go? And I have kind of a strategy to use so you can contemplate if you stay or if you go. So Here's the strategy. Number one, I would like you to get out your journal, get out a good pen, make sure your journal uh, is good looking. I don't have a great pen here, but my journal this time around is this brown leather one that in fact I got at the mart, um, also known as Walmart, Uh, balling on a budget, but it's a nice brown journal. Get a journal you like to write in. I know a lot of partners are like, I don't like the stuff I'm writing about, so I'm going to get a raggedy notebook. But for integration, neuroscience shows if you enjoy this process as much as you can as a transformational process for yourself, you're going to get more out of it in terms of processing and integration. So here's the first question to write in your journal. What would your life look like if you got divorced or if you broke up? So many people in this situation have been married. They have children. They might have grandchildren. What would it look like? Write that down. And follow it all the way down to the very worst case scenario. And I've done this with lots of women. What would that look like? And one of the last people I did it with, you know, they're like, I'd be living in a small little apartment instead of my big house. I would only see my children a few days a week instead of being with them all the time. It would be disruptive to your life, but it would involve very specific changes. List those specific changes. So it might be living or sleeping in a different place. It might be not interacting with your spouse or your partner. It might be interacting in a limited capacity. It would involve separating finances. It would involve differences in scheduling. Um, It would involve not having sexual interaction with that partner anymore. Be very specific in your journal. What would it look like if you got divorced? Write it down so you know exactly what it would look like. That's step number one for today. Step number two is now play with the idea that divorce is not an option. Now, for you, it is an option and, you know, we're going to put that in the back of your head, but now that you've gone through everything that divorce or separation would look like, now you know what it would be. So now if divorce and separation wasn't an option, How would you make all of those things from the first section become real? How do you make that real in your current life without having to move out? So many people think I move out, it changes my entire situation. Now, it definitely changes your physical location, which creates a buffer between you and your spouse, which inherently will start changing some of the dynamics, the toxic dynamics. Are what's at play here at the core. You can change those without moving out. And what it requires is what we're going to talk about here at number three is in inner strength and fortitude. Inner strength and fortitude you might not have yet. So I want you to think if divorce wasn't an option, how do I take everything from number one and make it real in my current life? I'm going to give you a couple examples. Perhaps you start sleeping in a guest bedroom. You're no longer going to sleep in your actual bedroom. You're setting up camp and you're going to make your guest bedroom into a sanctuary for yourself. You're also going to create a schedule. If you have children, sometimes your spouse is on duty is the way that I think about it. My husband hates that, but too bad. Uh, He's on duty or I'm on duty. And it's not that we're both on duty. It's we have shared responsibilities now and we know exactly when it's a person's time to support the children And when the other person gets to go do whatever they want, it doesn't matter if he likes what I'm doing, I'm doing what I want to do for myself, and vice versa. So then what happens is you can create that new lifestyle in your current lifestyle, in your current hum. So it's creating a new lifestyle in your current physical situation. You're going to sleep somewhere else, you're going to make a schedule. If you don't have kids, You can still make a schedule of when you get to use the living room and the TV or when your spouse can use the kitchen. And so you're not both in the kitchen at the same time. Now, the difficult part is you have to count on your spouse respecting these boundaries and being able to show up for them. And he might not be able to do that. And if he can't, then you can move towards physical separation. But. This is the point we're going to move to number three on this, is that what needs to happen is an internal shift, not an external relocation. When you relocate externally to a new home, what you're trying to do for yourself is allow yourself to have the internal shift, but it's entirely possible to have the internal shift in the same physical location. And this is what I want to ask you in the third um, I'm looking at my notes here to make sure I cover everything. So the first thing you want to ask is, what do I need to feel safe and secure in my life? Or what do I need to feel safe and secure in this physical location? Write all those things down. What do you need to feel safe and secure? What do you need to have peace? So this is the second part. Who is going to give you that peace? Who is going to give you that safety and security? Well, I can tell you who it's not going to be, your partner, if you're still caught up in this thing. But you also know how I feel about this. Your partner has a process to go through. And yes, we as partners want them to go through the process much faster than many men are able to do. So you have to decide, have I timed out on the process? Maybe. But if you haven't, and you still want your relationship to work, when you separate yourself internally from the dynamic, it allows your partner to go to work on all the things he needs to do to recover from porn addiction or sexual acting out. Your physical relocation is just a very, uh, very adamant or very clear way that this internal dynamic has shifted, but you're able to do it in the same location. So if you hang out with your spouse at night, there's no more of that. He now has all that time to figure out his recovery. And in the meantime, you're going to learn how to make yourself feel safe and secure. And the solution in this problem is to love and respect yourself over every single person in the entire world, over your partner, over your children, over everybody. If you do that, your partner and your children and everybody else gets the best version of you. If you can love and respect yourself first, it's an internal shift. So your safety and security is going to be yours for the giving and yours for the taking. It's you who is going to do it for you. You no longer need your partner to do it for you. So then lastly, before we wrap up, is that if you're able to do that for yourself, your partner learns to do it for himself, So eventually, if you're able to, if you both increase your emotional intelligence within, that's the internal shift, you can come back together as an interdependent couple, meaning you're strong AF, he's strong AF internally, and you can march through this life together next to each other, not needing anything from each other because you're whole on the inside, but being able to give to each other anyways because of the internal strength that you have developed. How that starts is figuring out what you need to be safe and secure and giving that to yourself. And the way you do it is by going back to number two. And if you need to separate your finances and make a way that your partner's money flows through to you because you've been there and you haven't earned an income, you do that. And if not, if you just separate your incomes, but then you still have shared expenses for the home you're still sharing, you're taking care of you very pragmatically, which makes you feel safe and secure, which allows the internal shift. Finances is one example, but maybe just sleeping apart is another example. And it's going to feel weird at the outset, but it's going to help you feel strong once you've slept by yourself for a week and you're like, I got this. I can sleep by myself. One time I not... That long ago in my journey, I, a few times, actually, not just one, I kept going to the mountains and the beach by myself. And I made videos online where I'm like, you know what? Not only can I do this, I'm very good at this. If I had to live by myself, I could rock this out. We had the conversation last night with my husband where we were talking about somebody else and I'm like, if I had to be single Right now, I'd rock it out because I have the strength inside to be single and to not need anybody else to make me feel good. And I know that's a daunting prospect, but you need to get there first so that you can make what you want to make happen in your life. Okay, I really hope that this helps you out. If you need help on this journey, please go over to Sanity After Betrayal. The digital program is there where I walk you through all of the lessons that you need to understand this situation and to grow that inner fortitude. And Jamie Watson is there. She's offering consultations and she'll be offering coaching to support you through this process. This is not for the faint of heart and you usually need somebody by your side to help you make it through. So go to sanityafterbetrayal.com and stay sane until next time. Thanks.